Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Do We Know Them, episode 109. I can't believe that. Sounds like it's really moving fast. I know. I told you. I'm like, every two weeks, I'm like, oh, what do you mean it's been another four episodes? I know. Do you guys notice something different? Guys, I feel naked. I don't know what to do. Oh, my God. Lily only has one pair of headphones on today. Surprise, instead of two. One was to hear herself. One was to hear me. The reason why I don't wear them is because I hear her through my AirPods. I more so wore it because... It was good to hear like more of a troubleshooting, like preventative troubleshooting mm -hmm. measure. So like if the audio wasn't working, I would know. But the audio has been working for a while. So I guess it's time. <laughs> this is the one time it gets fucked up <laughs> with our luck. You don't ever listen to yourself though, right? Never. I think that would fuck me up even more. I don't know why that felt necessary besides the fact that it was like to make sure it was recording. Well, I told Lily, I was like, what I do in my head is like, I see the microphone, it stays at that distance. I don't move it and I don't get close to it to talk. And she's like, well, I can't do that. So, <laughs> you know, I can't multitask <laughs> like that. What are you talking about? But um, let's hope this goes well. I think it's going to go well. Your hair needs to be shown off. We cannot stifle it with those headphones any longer. Well, and it it just looks really bad if I have the headphones on. So. It was like all bush back. Oh my God. One time, Lauren Powell, who I used to work with, she was me for Halloween one year. Like actually or for Clever? Well, for Clever. Oh, okay. I was like, does she go on the streets of <laughs> no, LA? I don't think she like, like wore my outfits for Halloween party now. <laughs> but she um, had this wig from a Harry Potter thing that we did that, um, what are the blonde ones? Malfoy. She put on the wig and like was walking around with my outfit and then um, one of my back massagers. She walked in. She's like, uh, does anyone have a Dr. Pepper? Guys. <laughs> Did anyone see my Dr. Pepper? <laughs> oh, I hate it that it's so spot on. <laughs> Lily, I thought that was to you. I Every time was, I like, get ready so... in the morning, I'm like, oh no, I look like the wig again. <laughs> this is a nice accessory though. It really sells it. Honestly, this, this, this whole outfit and especially the Azaz. I put, yeah, oh, I put a lot of thought into this when I got dressed this morning. Oh my gosh. Do you want the first? <laughs> I do. You know what's so funny? I still have that green hook thing you gave me and I use it all the time. It was a purple one, but that's what she it's came so in with. It's so good. But because the wig was kind of like straight back. <laughs> I told her every time I was getting ready and anytime my hair was like back, all I could see is that wig. Mm. You know what was so weird about Clever? They did so many interesting little skits. Did you like all of those? <laughs> Question mark. Can we talk shit about some of them? <laughs> Which one? I don't know. Some of them were cringe a little bit. I just like, that wasn't what my main focus was, mm -hmm. but then they would make me be in them. So I would be like super preoccupied and they'd be like, Lily, just come here for a sec. So I often like, oh my God, there was one where I wasn't wearing any, like very minimal makeup. I looked disgusting. They did um, like two types of girls and those would go super viral on Facebook. And they did two types of girls doing their makeup. It was like a split screen. And I walked in and like, look in the mirror and then I'm like, hmm. And then I walk out and then I think the other one was Ashley I from um, The Bachelor and she was doing like a full face of glam. Not that literally being us. <laughs> that video, it got like 60 million views or something. Not that being like the baby shark of our generation. What the hell? Have you seen how many views Baby Shark has? 13 billion. No, billion? Billion. That's insane. Billion. That's crazy. At least one billion are from my children. That's crazy though. That's no, a lot of views. It had so many views. And th so then I would have like the most random people being like, is this you? And they'd send it to me and I'm like, yes. You know what's so funny is I don't understand how corporations think that they can step into the content creating world and make it a corporate thing. Like, I feel like Clever really tried to do that. Like they tried to, I mean, defy tried? itself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they did. It was like this machine of like, let's make content. Let's do this. Let's do that. And it all just is so... Bleh. Like, don't get me wrong. All the shows that Lily made were great because she was the one making them and the corporation was not That's behind them. That's why it them. got kind of hard to sustain. But <laughs> everything else that they, they just like jump in with, they're like, ooh, this would be so fun, like BuzzFeed. And then it's like, do you guys understand like your audience? I mean, I guess they do because then they post it on Facebook and people eat that shit up. So I don't even know. The problem with a lot of the stuff we did was like Beauty Break, for example. It wasn't revolutionary. It wasn't a crazy I concept. I feel like it was. Thank you. <laughs> no, I mean, like, like in the sense of like what you guys did on that show and the format in which you did it, I don't feel like people had done that before. I guess the overall like vibe of it was, mm -hmm. but the format itself, I would sit in these meetings and they'd be like talking about things like as if we were like putting all of this like thought and planning into stuff. And I was like, you know, we just try stuff. Like there is zero format. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. You brought the humanity to a corporation that was trying to just like do X, Y, and Z. Let's push this out constantly. And it works for some people, like I said, usually on Facebook because the content over there is actually insane. If you ever click on the video genre of Facebook, 
it's disturbing. The fake pranks aside, because there's like so many fake pranks. I'm like, I'm going to tell my husband I'm pregnant. Like weird shit like that. That's very like 2009 YouTube. But they also have this entire genre that is very strange. And I think an acceptable form of like porn online. Because like, have you ever heard of like mess porn or something? Where people make like a big fucking mess? thought you said, <laughs> what did you think I said? Oh God. <laughs> you said nest porn? Oh God, no. <laughs> Basically, it'll be like a woman, right? And she's cooking, but she's making like a huge fucking mess like she'll put whipped cream and then she'll like spill it out of what she's supposed to and be like oh my god I shouldn't have done that like it's like I think people get turned on by that I stand by that I think I made that up but I'm also pretty sure I'm right <laughs> you're reminding me of like the ones that do like making a pizza on your counter or like making things unnecessarily messy yes when you didn't yes have to. I think that turns people on that's an uh, interesting theory <laughs> you know it's so funny my brother Joey who's single-handedly responsible for our we love the internet segment told me the other day he's like I need to compile every time that I regurgitated a fact like incorrectly that I learned and just was like, I'm pretty sure this is real. And then I realized when he told me that I'm like, am I the queen of misinformation? That's horrible. I don't want to be known as that, but I do be regurgitating facts. I'm not sure about how do I stop that? It's like, I just want to share it with the world, but I'm just not sure. I'll do that too, but they aren't wrong. They're just like, not quite right well i did it with the one where i was like oh i don't think we feel wetness and i was like half right you know what i mean like it's not like Yours harmful are always things. weird yeah it's not harmful things it's like is making a mess pornography i think so could be well, Watch I think that right. could be up Watch to interpretation. Right. Anyway, oh my God, sorry for going on and on. We do have topics to talk about today. We have a show for you guys. What do you want to start with? We have three things we can talk about. The one you had said originally, I don't know what that is. Oh, so you want to start with that one? Sure. Okay. Start with the unknown. Okay, so do you know who Tasia Alexis is? No. Do we know them? Not really, but she was a colleague of mine on Vine. A colleague. She was a coworker. But literally, I'm like, um, where did we you never work? Spoke. <laughs> With YouTube, I feel like I have met a lot of other creators doing this just because we do like, I feel like commentary people like talk a lot on social media to each other and it's like less weird to make contact. But um, otherwise, I feel like the reason I met so many people is because when I was working at Clever, we would work with influencers in some capacity. So it was like that introduced me to them. Vine? They knew each other because they had like Vine parties. Yeah. What about it? <laughs> what are they like secret underground tunnel parties? Like you're making them no, sound very I just seedy. am so curious how they came to be. Like it sounds like college, but with Vine. Well, the messiest Vine party I ever went to was because we all decided to do a meetup in New York. Imagine just Viners just saying like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do this. It would be like one or two people had the idea. Then that person knew this person. That person knew the other person. And then they'd all just like get involved. And that's why I did the Vine meetup up in New York and when I say messy I mean tears Jersey Shore like fighting I was dating a guy at the time and I'm talking we were crying shitting throwing up in the hallway I'm not the second parts but I was literally sobbing down the hallway of my hotel Joey salads ended up in my hotel room not like that he was just drinking a beer I didn't even know how he got there but there was so many fucking things that happened that you're like what is my life that was Vine because imagine like it was the opposite of what YouTube is YouTube is everybody has a million subscribers I mean except us but everyone else you can't begin to understand how you would meet that other person unless you like DM them on Instagram or something awkward. Vine was a very close-knit community. There just weren't that many of you. There weren't. When I got a million followers, I think there was like nine of us that had that. So it was very, very, very few people who had that amount of followers on that platform. So you just got to know people like that. Well, and also I think with YouTube, it's like there's a lot of like niche audiences. So mm -hmm. even like with our lawsuit and stuff, like amongst our fellow defendants, there's a lot of people that are like maybe fans of Kitty, maybe Maybe fans of Becca, but rarely is it like, oh yeah, I knew all of you. Nobody Because does. I feel like we came from all different corners of the internet. Even though someone like Becca does commentary on her app and we do commentary on our platform. But TikTok and YouTube, I feel like doesn't have that much crossover even. But for you guys, I feel like it was all the same audience and kind of the same sense of humor. It was because even just the like popular page, like it was the For You page of TikTok, but the popular page was a fixed thing when I came up. Like it eventually became like a randomized thing. Every time you refreshed it, something different would be there. But in the beginning, beginning we all strive to be like the number one on the popular page because that's what everyone would see was it like the trending page on youtube yes but like 
I don't visit the trending page on YouTube and I go on YouTube every day of my life. You know what I mean? It was much more utilized by users. It was like yeah. the mainly searched thing along with hashtags too. So there would be like 10 popular hashtags. I think it was 10. And when my hashtags would go and trend, the follower influx would be insane. So just the algorithm was a lot more tighter knit. So Tasia Alexis came in way later in the game. Like she did not get on Vine until- She wasn't at the Vine parties? No, she wasn't. And then um, from what I understand, she had a bit of a struggle with addiction. She ended up going to prison. She jokes about that all the time and will like, you know, show her mugshot and just kind of like make light of the situation. But obviously that was a big turning point in her life. That was before she had children. And now she has two kids. She's married. She's very much so settled down. Everyone really loves her on TikTok. She's very funny. And she's also just like very not influencer-y. She seems very low key and you know, whatever. I don't normal. know. Yeah, she seems very normal. She seems like your crazy friend who's just like rambling and funny and out there and whatever. Cool. We like her. Yes, we do like her. Now, the reason, no, no, we do like her. This is more so of a discussion, right? This is more so of how when you're not very careful as an influencer, things can look very poorly on you and your ethics in general when it comes to brand deals. Because one thing we've talked about a lot on this channel is like, how many brands approach these influencers, how hard it is to turn that down when you're seeing a monetary value. I'm talking a brand comes to you right now. You check your email, you're laying down in bed and all of a sudden you see someone's gonna pay you $15,000 to talk about something for 60 seconds. Well, we're not getting those offers, by the way. Oh, no, not us. Everything <laughs> I'm talking about is not us. Maybe us back in the day, but not us anymore. But yeah, that is what people are getting offered on TikTok. Like if it's nothing, like we're not even talking about Michaela Nagara. that's getting no doubt 50,000, $100,000 per post. That's neither here nor there. Because what we're talking about is Tasia Alexis came onto the internet and I wanna really quickly give a shout out to Dustin and Nick because they didn't bring it to my attention. I knew about this for a while, but I have to admit, I saw these videos on my For You page and I never thought to talk about it just because I didn't think deeper than surface level. Like I said, I'm the over over the pants type of girl. I just saw it and I was like, okay, well, whatever. And then I just kept it moving. That's like not a thing that means what you're saying it means. I think you're wrong. So I saw these and I was like, oh, well, you know, I don't know. I guess that just sucks for her. She had a bad situation with a brand. And now that I look at it all together, I'm like, oh, this might be be a bigger issue. Like, I think this was an issue of many things that we'll talk about. I don't want to spoil it. So let me just shut the fuck up. And I will show you the first TikTok that I saw on my For You page. And then we okay. will, you know, kind of follow this up as it unfolded. Hey, bitches. So I didn't want to make this video because I was thinking that this company was going to do the right thing, but they have failed to do the right thing. It's been maybe two whole months at this point. I'm not going to name call because I'm not going to shoot to their level, but I'm sure that when they see this video, they're going to know obviously that it's them. But basically this company wanted to work with me. They're a big company and I agreed to work with them at a lower rate considering they were sending me a product that was not cheap and I love their products. Mind you, I'm not going to work with a company unless I love their products. So I'm already taking a pay cut because I like your products and I'm willing to work with you. So they send me a product and it's broken. I let them know this. They said, no worries. We'll get somebody to come fix it, but we do need you to send the ad over because the post has to go up by a certain date. Can you make that work for us? I said, well, I really appreciate it. You come fix the product. And they were like, we need the product. We need the ad over now. So you can post it by a certain date. Otherwise we're going to have to pass. So anyways, I get the ad over to them. They said, everything looks great, but we did uh, make a few little edits. So I see the edits and basically they added somebody else's content in my fucking video. What? So I was like, Hey, I don't feel comfortable posting that. Um, I'll redo the ad or I'll add different parts in there if you want me to, but I'm not using somebody else's content. After going back and forth with them way too many times, they were like, you know what? You can just post the original ad. And I'm like, okay, cool. You sure? They said, yeah. So I post the ad. Mind you, before I posted the ad, they did send me half of the payment up front. Okay. So I got half of the payment. But I also got a broken product. Part of the whole deal, which is why I allowed them to pay me less, was because of the product. So you paid me half, but the product is broken. Cool. The post goes up and I'm like, hey, uh, payment's supposed to be sent out. When can I expect it? They said, you can expect it by this date. That date comes around. Guess what? They didn't send the second half of the payment. So after going back and forth with them, they're like, hey, we're actually just not satisfied with Tasia's content. What? Did she make an extra post. I'm thinking, this is weird. We have contracts signed. You approved the content before I posted it. But sure, I'll do a make good post. Oh, so I, I did never. the make Couldn't good be post, me. right? Days go by, no payment. I'm like, hey, I did the makeup post. Where, where the fuck's the payment? <gasps> They're like, hey, we're not satisfied. What? So basically, like, we're not going to pay you. I'm sorry. There's contracts signed. You're a huge company. I did everything that you guys asked me for. This is illegal. 
and the product is broken, like I'm mad fucking confused. So honestly, after weeks going by and not hearing from anybody, they're not going to pay me. Um, like I said, they paid me half, but their product is fucking broken and they didn't pay me the second half. Mind you, I've been on social media for 11 years and this has never happened, okay? There are small businesses that I work with that would never do this, okay? And then you have a big company that makes millions of dollars. What's the company? What's the company? The company is Hisense. Do you know Hisense? Their technology, she got basically sent a fridge. H, lowercase i. Yes. I don't know mm -hmm. what they are, but I can see the logo Hisense. in my head. I don't know if it's just appliances, but she got sent a refrigerator. So that makes sense. Cause I was like, what's the product? Yes. So a refrigerator, especially the ones that she probably got, which are like the double doors and all that stuff is a upwards of $2,000. Yeah. So I saw this in real time. This was months ago. I saw this and I was like, oh damn, sucks girl. And then I just kind of kept moving. Like I didn't really think much of it. Do you have any initial thoughts on that? So many, but I just flash back over like every brand deal I've ever done. And like, I've never had anything like that happen. And like she said, like there are small businesses that absolutely would not let that fly. So the fact that it is a big brand is concerning because I'm sure that this is not the only person they've done it to. But what people are calling out now, and we'll get into it a little bit more because she does post an update, which is something she posted a few days ago, which is why this is all being brought up now again, is that she promoted something that was broken. It never functioned. It was never fixed, which now looking back, I can see and just speaking from what I would do personally, and I'm talking from experience, like if a brand has sent me something that's incorrect, I'm not gonna film with the product I have because they don't wanna wait till they send me the new thing or the thing that's working or whatever. Now, I've never received a broken product, but if I, yeah. for instance, did something with a technology company that sent me a fridge and it came broken and fixing it was an issue, that would be a red flag to me. It's like, why can't you fix it before I do the ad? What does that mean for people that are gonna buy it because of my ad? They're gonna receive it. What if they have it broken? Are they gonna be able to fix it? They're paying cost like, they're paying you. Yeah, I guess it would be kind of a situational basis where it's like, how is it broken? Like what happened? Like she is said it, it didn't turn fault? on is it at like all. Yeah, that's it's like <laughs> if for example like something came and it was like the shipping was what fucked it up and like it broke in the box or something like that where it's like, eh, well, I get it. It's a refrigerator. I know how refrigerators work, you know? That was kind of her mindset. She said, I have other things from the brand that I like. And so I wanted to work with them is essentially what she said at some point. One thing I know is that brands don't have that strict of a timeline with posts. Like they might be like, we need to get it up this week. They don't. The but second you tell long. a brand like, okay, well, if you need to do that and I can't make that work, then this isn't gonna work. They'll extend the deadline. Suddenly they get real <laughs> flexible. Yeah, so I feel like this was a matter of her just feeling like she couldn't stand her ground. I wish she would have because yeah. there's so many situations here where she absolutely had the opportunity to be like, hey, no. If you had a manager doing this, like negotiating stuff for you and dealing with them, because that's why you have a manager. So you're not the one talking to the brand and have to make the awkward conversations. I don't need a manager at this point. I am so over all this shit. I know that I don't like confrontation and stuff, but if it came to this, I'd be like, make good post. Are you out of your fucking mind? As an influencer, you're not gonna be able to sue companies, okay? It is such a headache. I mean, it's very, very difficult to like gather money to sue someone, especially large companies that you're working with. What brands don't want, and this is something that I talked about in the corporate world, when I was doing, you know, little, uh, what is it, consultations or whatever. Influencers are basically, you don't wanna piss them off. They have access to their audience. Yes, they can't like defame you, but they can talk about their experience and they can do a authentic review saying your product sucks ass or whatever the fuck they wanna do. But yeah. more importantly, what they're gonna do is go behind the scenes and tell everybody they know not to work That's with you. And that is not something you want. So you can leverage in multiple ways. It's not to threaten a company or anything, but it's like, you should know your rights and it's not even just like, the contractual thing is for them. The contractual thing is for them to sue you if anything happens. It's not really, yeah. you can sue them, but like I said, it's near fucking impossible. Like the only thing she could use it for is to like threaten them that like they broke this. So it like to say that is why I'm mad and yeah. then go behind the scenes or go tell their viewers. But basically she just had a lot of opportunities to stand up for herself and be like, uh, absolutely not doing a make good post. Absolutely not doing this ad until you fix the product that you sent me and or send me another one. That's fine too. Uh, but she didn't do any of that. And so she 
proceeded to promote this product. And she didn't promote it once, she promoted it twice, which is what people are like, so you literally came on to say a product was great twice and it was not working in your home when you were saying that it was yeah, great. Yeah, well, and also like a make good post it. is usually baked into the contract if you don't hit a certain amount of like impressions or something with your original post. It's not them after the fact going, we didn't like that, you have to do it again. That's not a thing. Literally the way I would have said, fuck no, bye. <laughs> like, absolutely not. Yeah, I don't do make good posts. Like we will do or put it in our contracts, like certain view guarantees. And if we don't reach that view guarantee, then we'll do a make good post. We'll do that sometimes. Very, very, very little times will we ever do that. And when we do do that, you better believe that view guarantee is something we can guarantee. We are not playing. I've gone into maybe like one or two brand deals in my entire career where I'm like, that's kind of a lot of views. I don't know if I'm gonna hit that, but literally that's what I would always tell my manager up front is that's cute. Cause they would, they try and encourage it too. They're like, no, they think you'll hit that. And I was like, oh, well, I'm glad they think that. I don't though. <laughs> Absolutely not. They just want an extra post for free. And that is apparently what they got. Yeah, this is not a fucking Chili's two for one special. Like you got one post yeah, exactly. and we agreed on this price. So that's what's gonna happen. Thank you, bye. It seems like that wasn't even part of her contract. Obviously I haven't seen the contract. I don't know that, but everything she's saying is very much like things that seem like they developed in the moment and not something that she knew was coming. So anyway, this came and went and people figured out that it was high sense that she was talking about. She never mentions a name again, but the internet is the internet. I still don't know how the fuck they know that, but I'm just guessing they're right. So that happened. Everybody forgot about it from what I understand. And it seems like the situation developed behind the scenes. Do y'all remember a few months back when I made this video and I was talking about how a big company wanted to work with me, okay? They wanted me to do this ad and they did not want to meet my rate. But I was like, you know what? I like this company. I like their products. I actually have a few of their products in my home that I bought. So I was like, okay, like I'll work with them at a lower rate because they're also giving me a free product that isn't cheap, right? Remember that whole situation? Well, when the product arrived, it didn't work, which I understand that shit happens because I've bought stuff that's very expensive. It arrived and it didn't work. So I obviously reach out to customer service. They send me a new product that works. I understand that things happen, but things started getting really sketchy because when I let them know that the product didn't work, they rushed me to get the ad done because they said that they needed it up by a certain time. And my dumb ass was like, oh, okay, like I'll work with you, like no big deal, but I do need the product to be fixed. They're like, yeah, after the ad goes up, like we'll fix it or whatever. Well, <laughs> they paid me the first half before the ad even went up. After the ad goes up, they were supposed to pay me the second half and get the product fixed. By the way, the product was a fucking fridge, okay? A nice fridge, but it just didn't work. So, well, that's how they know. <laughs> anyways, I made a video. It went viral. People went to their page and was commenting the most hilarious shit ever. Like, I ordered this fridge and it arrived with roaches in it. Like, it was this whole fucking thing. Well, they, the company sees it. They contacted my manager and they were like, hey, like, can she take the video down? Can we set up a meeting? Blah, blah, blah. And we basically were like, no, like, pay her the second half. So they finally pay me the second half, right? But they were like, we just asked that Tasia remove the video. I'm like, sure, okay, cool. You pay me the second half, even though I have a broken product. They did give me a number to call to fix the product. So after they pay me the second half, I'm like, okay, whatever. Well, guess what? It's been about six months, maybe a little bit less. Um, I don't remember exactly the timing, but I think it's been about six months or a little bit less, okay? After months of going back and forth with a company to come out and fix this fucking fridge, they have been out here to my house three times, okay? Three fucking times. The first time they needed parts for the fridge. The second time the guy was like, it's fixed, even though it's missing a part, but it's up and running. And I was just like, okay, that's fucking weird. After he leaves, guess what? The fridge doesn't even work. It doesn't even get cold. It turns on, but it doesn't get cold. So I'm like, okay, we're still having the same issues that we had before. Love that. I reach out to the guy several times. I'm like, hey, like you left and it's not even up and running. Like it won't get cold. It's not working. He was like, okay, let me reach out to the part to my department and see what we could do. He never, so I was like, okay, thank you. He reached out to them several times. I never heard back. They never called me to set up an appointment to come back and fix it. No, nothing. So we're about to move. Okay. Obviously, these motherfuckers, they're never going to come fix the fridge. So I just reached back out of the guy and I was like, hey, like, since y'all are not going to come fix it, it's very apparent that y'all are not coming out here. Can you just come and remove this fridge? Otherwise, I'm going to have to pay a company about $300 to come remove this piece of shit. So basically, this whole experience was a fucking scam. And I'm making a video because of how frustrated I am because part of this whole agreement was the I 
worked with them at a lesser rate because of the product. I liked the product. And they paid me the second half after making the fucking video about them and after people blowing up their TikTok account. I do have to pause there to say, regardless if you have other products from that brand in your house, you don't, from what I understand, have a fridge from them. And so you don't know if you like that product. Like the point is, and I think why some people are upset, is that she did 100% advertise a product that she didn't know, number one, worked or liked. Or liked. Like, she didn't know if she liked it because it didn't work. So maybe it looked pretty, but that's pretty much it. I have a two-step thought in response to that is I will say, I mean, it's a fridge. How? What do you mean liked how it worked? It either works or it doesn't. No, 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 no. Whoa there, Tiger. That is incorrect. There are very, very, very bad fucking fridges out there. Have you ever owned a Samsung fridge? No. Yeah, it's enough to make you want to kill someone. There's literally a class action lawsuit against Samsung right now because a million people have gotten their fridges, their ice makers don't work. My mom has a Samsung fridge. Her ice maker doesn't work. She has to blow dry it. Fridges leaking all over the place, not cooling. Just like overall, you have a shit product. You are a multi-billion dollar company and you're just selling it. Yeah, that seems crazy. Like literally people that get it off. Oh my God, it's horrible. Like literally class action lawsuits. People are so annoyed and hate Samsung. So there are brands that just fucking suck like if you buy a washer and dryer they tell you like do not buy a samsung washer and dryer either those are also notoriously yeah. horrible but i guess also that's that's why i said up front that it was a situational thing because it's like is this a common problem that this brand has like i feel like you would be able to go online and see that yeah. pretty quickly there is evidence of that but i think with any brand obviously you're gonna have some people that have defective products i think that the yeah. difference is in how they attend to those products products and like the issues if you're having issues how they treat that because if you're not able to get a hold of someone now this is my main concern with all of this if you're not able to get a hold of someone to actually fix your fridge efficiently and correctly and you're an influencer that's working with the brand imagine everyone then how the hell are normal people gonna yeah. get it yeah well th and that's another thing that was gonna be my follow-up is i was not expecting her to say that she even ever got paid the second i half, know because it seemed like they were kind of just like <laughs> jumping ship but it's interesting that they paid her and then still didn't have someone come out because at that point no they did have someone come out or i guess come out but not actually fix mm -hmm. it it's like at that point the people that she's working with are not the people that are in charge of Correct. fixing fridges. So I understand that there's a disconnect there, but then that's even more concerning for the brand in general, because I'm like, she's just as a customer, like reaching out and no one is fixing it, but they're even like the fact that they sent people and then still couldn't fix it. It's kind of just a strange situation overall, but I think the common thread with all of it is that Tasia Alexis and her manager are not really standing up for whatever she believes or her morals or what she believes that she deserves. Like yeah. they're not standing up for her at all because what this is like to me from what I'm looking at it looks like they paid you the second half because it's like hush money. It's like, stop it, delete yeah. that video, which you never do. Never agree to take down content for money. Pay me the second half because you owe me the second half due to our contract. Exactly. Like, I don't have to take down shit yeah. for you to pay me that. Like she said, she's been around a long time. I'm just kind of confused how this happened. Like, it just seems like there was yeah. a lot of steps for her to say, you guys are sketchy as fuck. And one thing that I'll point out is that, yes, does she have a contract that she had to, quote unquote, abide by? technically but also that's null and void if you get a defective product like if you're getting something and they're saying oh well, we'll just advertise it you say absolutely not there's nowhere in my contract that states that if i receive a defective product that i have to advertise it anyway and i don't feel comfortable yeah. doing that to my audience when i don't know if your product works or not i don't know i just feel like there was so many steps where she could have realized how sketchy this all was and she just kind of chose to ignore it because she number one either really wanted the product or number two really, really wanted, wanted the, the money, money but yeah it's yeah. one of two things. And I get it. She has two kids. Like, I understand when you, again, you get that email that says X amount of money plus these like little extra add-ons and things that we're adding for you. It all seems very pretty. But if it starts getting weird and unraveling, you've got to jump ship, even if you've signed a contract. Like, they're not going to sue you. Completely. Well, it sucks because I do get when like you're like counting on that money and then it's not coming. Then that sucks too. But I think I would have been like raising hell from the not having the fridge. Because also, if I was getting a fridge, I'd probably have gotten rid of my other fridge. Or it would have become a garage fridge, which, you know, those are fun. I don't have a garage, so <laughs> I guess I do now. But, um, but like in my apartment, that would have been like, 
I don't have room for an extra refrigerator. So I would have gotten rid of the first one. And then absolutely this wouldn't have, like, I would have made them come out by the next day and give me a new one. It's also weird. She does keep going. We'll see if she says anything different, but I think we're almost done. Now, they pay me the second half, but they never held up their part of the agreement, which is also coming to fix the fridge. So I had a dud of a fridge this whole time. And part of me thinks that this was done on purpose because they're cheap. And usually it's always these bigger companies that do this. Like these smaller brands and smaller businesses, they would never. And then you have these fucking billion dollar companies that do this shit to creators that they wanted to work with from the start. It just doesn't make any sense. And then after reaching out to this company and letting them know, hey, the number that you gave us for them to come fix it, like we can't get a hold of anybody. They came out a few times and then after that, they kind of ghosted us and no fucking response. So all of the appliances that I have from this company, they're going in the fucking garbage. I don't even want to sell them to people. I'm dumping them bitches. I will never buy from them again. And... They're trash. Off topic and not off topic at all. I fucking hate when people do this. I hate when people throw away shit that's working because they just don't like that brand. Well, and it's like, I mean, you're not advertising those ones. Why do we need to talk about it? Well, yeah, I just feel like that's such a weird thing to say and actually so wasteful and annoying to me that I'm like, girl, I'm sure you could have gone to your local Facebook group. Like I have a buy nothing group in my area. Just post it on there. Why the fuck are you going to throw it away? And part of me just feels like she's not even going to throw it away. She's just saying it. Oh, no, I mean, I don't know but I I just couldn't help but think of like when Bud Light when they did like the Dylan Mulvaney thing and like people would buy Bud Light and they bought it it. and I'm like (laughs) who do you think you're hurting (laughs) people you could say Kid Rock it's super dumb I still will dip into the one shade of the conspiracy palette that I like from Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson is the rest of the palette useless to me yeah but it's there I'm not gonna fucking throw it away just because I don't like either of them like that's not well I mean it's that seems like an ego thing not real like you're not Again, like, who do you think this is hurting? Yeah, and also, again, when it comes to appliances, like, people could use that. Maybe give it to someone. Thank you. The video, and they were like, wait a minute. Why would you do an ad if the product doesn't even work? This is why we should never listen to creators that do ads, which I've made this very clear before. I'm not going to work with a company unless I love them and their product. Every influencer says that. And I know that that is not 100% true. Like, Come on, are we all fucking dumb? Like, do you want to work? And we just said this, I think literally last episode, it's like, do you want to work with brands you only 100% love and you like knew them before and it's like your dream brand to work with? Yeah, does that happen? Is that completely realistic? No. Likely what you do as an influencer is you try something and you're like, this is a good product. I didn't use it before. I would feel comfortable if someone bought this. I don't think they're gonna think this is trash. And that's it. You move on. Well, and because also it's like, depending on how you advertise, like I think it's different when it's something like makeup, like a Michaela thing where it's like, I love this. But then literally a month later, she's saying like, this is fucking awful. Right. That's just completely doesn't like line up. If it's something that like, I've done uh, brand deals for Wingstop before, for example. Oh my God, I love Wingstop. Do I eat Wingstop every day? No. But do I like it? Yes. Like, would you rather have an In-N-Out brand deal? Yeah. But like, Wingstop is fire and you know that and that's why Exactly. And I'm like, and I think like, I know other people like Wingstop and there's no reason that it's like, I can't believe she did that because it's like, no, it's good. I just don't go there all the time. That doesn't mean I don't like it and I don't think it's a good brand. So like, it's a little different. I think it depends. A hundred percent. I just don't think it's genuine when influencers say this. It's like, I only work with brands that I absolutely love. And it's like, it's like, no, you don't. And we're actually going to get to one of her brand deals that I'm like, do you love that? Do you wear that? Like, I feel like every influencer has done something that it's not a bad product that they're, you know, promoting. But is it something they're dying over? Probably not. I mean, and I feel like consumers know that as well. It's kind of the reason why I've always liked to do brand deals from a very, like, this is what this brand is. And like, hell yeah. Like, if you guys want to support it, that's amazing. you're not signing it with blood. But not like, oh my God, this is fucking delicious and I just I can't this is the best thing I ever like I've never been that person I'm very much like this is sponsored by them hell yeah look at this product get it if you want like that's pretty much what I've always done there was a recent episode where we talked about something and I brought up that like I've done like an oral b toothbrush do you think I'm super passionate about like dental hygiene like yeah no I don't talk about (laughs) fucking toothbrushes all the time nor do I have like this is my favorite toothbrush I've ever used like I don't really categorize my brain favorite toothbrushes that being said It was a great product. 
I do use it still and I love it. You cannot find one brand deal that I've ever done where I said that this is like my favorite thing or this is the best thing ever. Even when I did a Coors Light one, it wasn't like an over the top like, this is the best beer I've ever had touch my lips in Even the though it history was. of that. Literally, I drink it every single time. We both have definitely always approached brand deals from a more authentic place. And that's, I think, also why we feel so awkward about doing them because we don't, we don't like lying. Yeah, there's sometimes that you have to like put some verbiage that's a little uncomfortable. I feel like that's what I, something I've always been like, I feel like brands probably don't like me because of that, because I've always been super like, mm, what if we said it like this instead? Because that's the thing. It's, I know for a fact, because I used to do it for Clever, I know someone is writing that, that's sitting in an office, writing a bunch of copy for a bunch of people that they have never even watched before. So if it says the same thing, if we communicate the same key parts, like why do you care if it's a few words different, yeah. if it's going to make a bigger difference in how it comes off to my audience? So I've definitely always really like pressed brands for like, can I actually say it like this? Nine times out of 10, they're fine with it. As long yeah. as like you say the things that are like, they're like must have non-negotiables, they do let you have a little flexibility. For sure. I liked this company and I love their products and I could still do the ad and it was genuine. I wanted the fridge because it had the extra storage. It's nice as fuck. So when the product arrived broken, I'm like, okay, so I've ordered expensive shit before. It's arrived broken. I reached out to customer service. They made it right, which is what they should do. And so I trusted this company because they're a huge company. I also talked with my management about it and they're like, you know, they need the post up by a certain time. Fire your manager. I yeah, know we're weird, going on about this for way too take, long, but take. fire your manager. They should yeah. absolutely stand up for you if you felt weird about it. End of story. In time, they're a big company. They're not going to scam you. Like, don't worry. I was like, okay. Don't. I trust my management. Ever. I no, trust them. It'll be fine. I know that they'll make it right. So when they didn't, I was disappointed in them. I was disappointed at myself as well because I'd already posted the ad. So when they never paid me and they didn't come fix the fridge, I obviously took the ad down. Also, you kind of have to be careful because unfortunately with a lot of these companies, they'll ask you to sign the contract before the product even arrives because they don't want to send you a product and then you turn around and say, hey, I got the this product, but I'm not going to do the ad yeah. anymore. So you sign a contract before the product even gets here. So if they want to, they can try to say, oh, sorry, even though the product's broken. Not true. I feel like there would be a clause in that contract that says otherwise. <laughs> Pretty much not sign a contract. Or if there's the not, your manager should have made sure there's something one. like this. But also be very, very, very mindful of the companies that I work with because I should not have to be worried about a company doing that anyways because if you send somebody a broken product you should not expect them to do the ad regardless of your time frame or whatever anyway that's basically uh her take this is definitely an interesting situation that i don't feel is like tasia lexus has no ethics or morals or anything like that i think this was a series of unfortunate events that definitely i hope that tasia learned from where she went wrong here because she definitely went wrong here definitely this should serve as a learning experience for her, for sure. For both working with brands and that your manager should have been protecting you in this situation, that's why you have them. That said, I do think, again, it's not like Michaela putting on like fake lashes and like false no. like mm. nothing is like that. <laughs> well, honestly, what was an interesting crossover, do you remember that I mentioned, I think it was in the last episode or two episodes ago, that lady that makes food from the dollar store, yeah, yeah. she actually weighed in on this and Dustin and Nick showed it in their video. And she brought up a really interesting Point. And that point was that, you know, as an influencer to advertise something that is broken when again, you're an influencer, you're like VIP, yeah. right? They're sending it to you. If it's broken for you, imagine that's going to happen to other people. She brought up the point that like, you know, someone might be at the point of their life that they're struggling you know, but let's say they need a new fridge and they're like, oh shit, like that is the one purchase that I'll make. Then they do it based on your recommendation and they get a shitty experience because of what you did. Like yeah. there are repercussions to this. It's not as like, oh, well, well, like she assumed like the fridge would work. It's like, well, it didn't work. And not only did it not work, they never could get it to work for her and they never will. So it's like, imagine that happens to someone who didn't just not get paid thousands of dollars. They just are out thousands of dollars that they spent. And it was like the last money they had because they wanted a fridge they saw tasia promoting it like i understand that people don't think that people buy things because influencers talk about them but they do that's why influencers get brand deals like it's not like this random thing and that's not a bad thing as long as you hold true to your morals and your ethics and you're not promoting something that's faulty or that you know is shit i don't think that this speaks to like she's an unethical influencer that's willing to promote anything people pay her for i think she made a mistake i think she gave the brand the benefit of the doubt because it's something that was 
wasn't like, I need to try these features to be able to speak on it. She was probably in her head thinking, it's a fridge, they'll send someone to fix it and it'll work and I'll like it because I like all of their other stuff. But I think you do need to be a little more aware of why that is not something you should do as an influencer because you should for sure know it works ahead of time. But I do understand, like I can feel for her that like she does feel like she got fucked because she really was like thinking that this was gonna be a good situation and she was giving the benefit of the doubt to the brand and they fucked her. Don't give the benefit of the doubt to the brand though because they're a brand and they can afford to do all this, so. Yeah, that being said, I do think that this was something, I think we mentioned this when we were doing our GoFundMe and we said like, if this was something where we fucked up, we would have ate that shit. Like we would have had to have just dealt with paying this. But if it's your fault that something is happening, which this is her fault, you know, it's the brand's fault, but it's also her fault on the creator side of things that this got to this point and that you advertise a faulty product. Yeah, girl, I would have just kept this one in the drafts, which I don't think any of these are public anymore, speaking of which. But all in all, you know, it's an interesting thing. And also just a quick little thing that Dustin and Nick threw in their video that I thought was interesting was when you search Tasia Lexus, uh, brand deal, I think is what you search on TikTok, you actually see this TikTok. Okay, but why is this giving? I look so studious. I look so smart. You can't tell me anything right now. But no, like if I go outside, I can just go like this. Have you seen pear eyewear all over fucking TikTok? No. Of course you haven't. Like literally how, do you live on like an old version of TikTok that's like before everyone started selling shit? But pear eyewear is a cool brand. I'm not even saying it's not a cool brand. It's basically glasses that are magnetic and you can have different toppers and you can even make them into sunglasses. Super cool. But But, they do undisclosed ads? Well, I don't know if they do because everybody I've seen that promotes them does a disclosed ad. But Tasia, if you look at her caption right here on this obvious ad from pear eyewear, she says, I am living. If you haven't heard of at pear eyewear, you need to get yours now. Use code Tasia15 for 15% off link in bio. That is an advertisement. Nowhere does it say advertisement, paid advertisement. Like who knows how many undisclosed ads she's done. It just is kind of like, it's a little too sloppy girl. We've been doing this for a decade. You know, we gotta tighten it up. But that's also why I'm confused because like I can't name a brand that wouldn't have freaked out and made me correct that. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I don't understand. This was in 2022. This was a while ago. I'm not saying that it was like super recent, but I feel like even by 2022, I haven't done like consistent brand deals on my Instagram since like 2020 and like I can't think of a brand that ever would have let me do that. I don't know. My point is that I just think that she needs to tighten it up. She needs to get a better management team and she needs to tighten it up, girl. You just need to reel it in, girl. You need to reel it in because this is not the way to do it. And we got to disclose those ads. We got to say sponsored. I mean, we start every sponsored by like, this is sponsored by like, it's just like a a very obvious ad read. But also that's not even like, I mean, yes, we do that because we know we're supposed to, but it's because the brands tell you to, because you're supposed to do that because that's what's in your contract usually. And the only people that get away with not doing it usually, which apparently Tasia does as well, but it's people like Michaela because they offer enough to the brand by doing it that the brand isn't gonna like force them to do anything and they're like oh I guess it's fine. Everyone's just hoping that the FTC doesn't come for them it's like girl I honestly just feel like she's a little bit too lax about it maybe that's what it is is it doesn't even need to be an intentional ethical decision that like I don't give a fuck I'm not gonna disclose it's very like period let's just do that and it's like we need to be a little bit more organized with it that's all we're saying like just be a little bit more mindful and like yeah the brand was definitely at fault and they did do some shady shit here but again like one I would have been far too embarrassed to be like whining about it then afterwards right. I would have been like shit I was stupid and I shouldn't have trusted them and it doesn't seem like she really is in that camp that much no yeah but that is uh everything with Tasia Alexis that is the whole high sense fridge drama and um an interesting discussion you know I thought we could just talk about just being an influencer and working with brands and what that means and how you have to be careful because ultimately it's like okay you'll get that paycheck but if you look like shit it's just not worth it okay Okay, so this next one is, um, I guess you would call it an obscure TikTok drama. And of course, Jesse already knew about it. (laughs) I saw a few people tagging me in this and I kind of like got the general gist. And then I watched the videos today and I was like, hmm, talk about should have stayed in your drafts. (laughs) There's a lot of parts of this that I have thoughts and feelings on. Shall we just watch? Yes. This is a girl that she's not an influencer to my knowledge. I don't know how many followers she has. These no, are deleted now, both of these. Mm. Um, but we we got the receipts. Really? They were up like days ago. Oh, yeah. No, she them. got reamed, so she took them down. So let's watch them in order. Uh, this was number one, and it's a get ready with me, where this girl tells a story time of something that she experienced, apparently. <laughs> I love a good get ready with me. Well, do 
I need to say my no, my like caveat no, you that I hate when people <laughs> multitask and do story times while they're doing stuff. But makeup in particular, it depends on the story because sometimes I think it's fine. But if it's a more serious story, yeah, like if we're talking about trauma, put the beauty blender. I'm down. like, you, could you be a little less distracted because it just makes you look like you don't give two fucks at all, which doesn't help this girl's case. I don't care if you have a boyfriend. Whenever a guy asks for your social media, give him your snap. Give him your Instagram. I don't care that he looks like an ogre. I had just finished at the club with my friends and we decided to go for a McDonald's and we literally just sat on some steps. Bear in mind, we are wearing heels and quite small dresses. Obviously, we're all a little bit drunk because we've just come from the club. So logic isn't really kicking in. A man decides to come up to us and says, oh, you girls look beautiful. We say, thank you. Then he asks for my Instagram and I politely declined. Oh, no, thank you. I'm not interested. The man did not move. He asked again. I said, I'm literally not interested. Like, no, you can't have my social media. Just decided that he wasn't going to move until I gave him my Instagram. And he was making us all feel super uncomfortable. Probably should have just given in. But if I've said no once, I'm not going to change my mind. Obviously, men don't understand that. So my friend stood up and she said, please, can you move away? She said no. He said, no, I'm not moving until she gives me her socials. My friend again said, move away. She said, no, leave us alone. This man then proceeded to punch her and she literally fell down the stairs, but he wasn't done. Mm -mm -mm. He ran down the stairs and continued to punch her, pull her hair. Obviously, this is a five foot four girl against like a six foot one man. He was so into the whole punching thing that his trousers literally fell down. Like we could see this man's whole bum while he's got her pinned on the ground literally repeatedly punching her in the face we obviously Jesus. couldn't stop it because we are also just gonna get beaten up so strangers were jumping out of their car and trying to separate them and this man just ended up running off a massive group of men like asked us what happened and tried to find him like they all went after him but genuinely no one could find him and obviously with the london underground you can hop into any station and disappear like that and someone who was watching it all happen called the police and they asked for a statement from us and like a description of him obviously they never found him and nothing was done about it this girl literally having a patch of hair missing from her head and Jesus. bruises all over her and i can't help but think it was my fault because i chose <laughs> to say no to a man which is crazy the only way to prevent yourself from this happening and staying safe is honestly just let them have it because at the end of the day as soon as they add you you can literally block them straight away i would say avoid giving out phone numbers just because they can still carry on calling you on no caller id even if you've blocked them i don't care how ugly they are because this is actually a safety issue full disclosure when i had first seen this i didn't see the entire thing so i didn't see past when her friend like was getting punched and then I saw the comments and then I went to her apology and all this stuff or her explanation, not apology. But I did not see the rest of it. There is so many concerns. I literally, my, my brain was racing afterwards because I was like, I don't even know what, how, what is the reaction here? Because what was that? What you absolutely don't want to do is given to a man because he's a freak who's gonna punch you in the face if you don't give him your Facebook. Like the last thing you wanna do is give a actual lunatic your information because social media is linked to you one way or another and you don't want them to be able to find you anymore after whatever incident is gonna occur. Like he ran away and they're never gonna see each other hopefully ever again. But like if she had given him her Snapchat and he's this absolute freak who abuses women, that's very concerned. Like the fact that that's the advice she's like ending with is insane, number one, but there's so many other elements. I'm like, I understand, I guess the sentiment behind that. Cause like not to give it as advice cause I wouldn't do that. But like if someone asks for my number, I'm awkward enough that I'm like not gonna be able to be like, oh, no, like make up an excuse why I don't want to. I'll just give it to them and then ignore them. But the fact that that was like the moral of this story, what? You didn't need to share this. Like this isn't even your story to share. You just stood there and not, sorry, she didn't stand there. They just sat there and watched. That's a whole other element to it where she very casually, and that's the issue that many people had, which is ultimately why she deleted all of this, is that she very casually threw out there, you know, well, I didn't go and help her while she was being beaten up by this man because then I would have been beaten up. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. Let's reel this back in really quick. So the man goes up to you and asks for your social media. You deny him multiple times, which makes him irate, okay? That already makes him irate. 
which is not anybody's fault. He's a lunatic, but that's neither here nor there. Then your friend stands up for you without you asking her to, because that's a real friend. She goes to this man and says, she doesn't want to give that to you. And then proceeds to get punched in the face. And you sit there and you watch because you don't want to get punched in the face. Are you actually kidding me? And the fact that she also prefaces this entire story as if these were reasons also why they didn't help was that they were in heels and dresses. I don't give a fuck. Take them off. Use the heel to the neck. And also that they were drunk. Excuse me, if I was drunk, all bets are off. I would have been far more confident. Nobody could stop me. I would be a gremlin. I think. Are you kidding? Cut to Lily at Coachella chasing the guy who stole her phone. Oh my God. Literally, Angelica was the one that sent me these. And I told her, I was like, all I can relate to in this moment is just Coachella. And I did that over a phone. So like, if someone was beating up my friend, I literally would have spider monkeyed on top of their back. I would have done that for a girl I met in the bathroom. Like much less someone I would die for a girl I met in the bathroom. Like literally, I I would have shed blood. Like, it's just, it's so unacceptable that you think that sitting there and watching was an option because, yeah, he may be a man and, yeah, he may have beat the shit out of you too. But guess what? If there's three women on a man that may be a lot bigger than all of you, you're probably going to win. And I would bet money on that. Well, two things. I think, one, yes, you all band together and I think you could probably take him. You probably have nails. Dig them in his eyes. Right? Do what you got to do. Pull his hair. Like, there are things you can do. If he's distracted and he's so, also, that she says he's so into punching that his pants have fallen down take that opportunity <laughs> if someone was beating the shit out of my friend and his pants fall down the way that i would make his wiener into one of those like balloon animals you know what i mean <laughs> one of the island boys weenies i would have stretched that shit to oblivion i was more thinking like make him fall like he would be oh, right, like right. incapacitated because you could like tr- trip him or something or you could balloon animals dick that i'm just kidding i probably wouldn't have wanted to touch his wiener but i would have probably kicked him in the balls while they're bare that's very dangerous like that feels like that would hurt and like don't get me wrong i understand logically why you would be like i'm a girl i'm not gonna go fight that man but i feel like in a situation where one you're drunk and two your friend is getting literally the shit beaten out of her logic kind of goes out the window and wouldn't you just react 100 percent. can you imagine for a second just one second that you literally get the shit beat out of you by a man it is so traumatizing. You have a patch of hair missing. And then weeks later, scroll on TikTok and see this. And this girl proceeds to, instead of help you, not help you. And then after the fact, talk about it while she's putting on contour on TikTok. I would lose my ever-loving fucking mind. I'll be like, are and you joking? And then what would you do when you see this follow-up video where she feels it necessary to clarify? Well, she only met the girl twice. Oh my God, I can't with her. This is a follow-up from the video I posted yesterday. First of all, I did not tell the full story because the message I was literally trying to spread was for girls to say yes more to when guys ask for their social media to protect them. Obviously, I didn't go into full detail with the story because I didn't think that it was the main part, but I clearly didn't articulate myself very well. So since everyone is so confused, I'm just going to tell the full story. Obviously, when the whole incident happened, we were screaming and we ran over straight away. But I just want to give context that the whole incident happened in roughly 15 seconds. And we were in a super busy area of London because literally all of the clubs had just shut. So the streets were busy, like people were out, okay? Before they started fighting, they were already shouting. So people were already aware of the situation going on. Literally, as soon as the fight broke out, people ran to them straight away to split it up. Like there were so many people who rushed over and helped us, thank God. Obviously we were screaming. You can't handle the fact she's doing her makeup again. But there were so many people What a choice. We literally couldn't get to them, first of all. And secondly, as girls, it's terrifying. There are grown men getting beaten up by him. Also, I didn't want to bring up this detail because I didn't think it was relevant to the story. But the girl who it happened to, this was literally my second time ever coming across her because we were there for a girl's birthday and the birthday girl was off with other people like round the corner. You're right, for most people that wouldn't be relevant, but for you, clearly it was. Corner from where we were. So while this was all happening, I'm also having to call the birthday girl. The fight had also been broken up pretty quickly. And at this point, the guy ran away. So the friend who got hurt, we're all comforting her while the men are also asking us if we're- I don't care if there was three off-duty paramedics and a cop that came in and swooped in and uh, it doesn't fucking 
matter. The point that people are making and the reason why they're making it, and she's like, I didn't tell the whole story. No, no, I it's think like, you no did. one's confused. They're annoyed and pissed off and judging you. She literally said, the reason I did not go up to him is because then I would have been beat up. But now all of a sudden, a million people have helped her. Well, then how did she continuously get punched in the face enough and assaulted enough, which is so fucking horrific, that she has a chunk of hair missing, but everyone got to her right away. And Doesn't seem she like in this it. one says that there were guys being beat up by this guy, but she also says that as soon as people like came over that he ran away. I'm sorry. I just, again, I don't know if I just came from a different dynamic of friend groups, but um, we don't roll like this. I don't care if I bet you once or twice. If you're hanging out in my area, like even if we're like in a club, which I don't do that anymore, but if we're in a club and we're like in a VIP section and you're in the next VIP section over, I've never even met you, bitch. I've never even met you and a man starts punching on you. I'm getting involved. I'm getting involved. It's also my problem. I all of a sudden know him and I hate him and I despise him and you I know want that the TikTok trend. Like that is just what happens. That girls know the difference between these two looks and it's like, a look and then it's like a help me look and i'm like yeah. oh yeah everyone yeah. knows that it's literally just like a like not even a half second more prolonged eye contact and it's like help me but it's very clear to me from these two videos at least that it seems as though this girl does not know the difference between those two looks or maybe she does she just doesn't care because this is not a girl's girl the fact that after all the backlash it didn't make her look within and understand where she went wrong and it's not like hey number one oopsie poopsie, I am dumping someone else's trauma on TikTok for views and doing my makeup while I'm doing it. That's a bit insensitive, but also whoopsie poopsie, I should have stepped in even if I didn't know her at all. She decides to throw in, I only met her twice. It's like, I don't care if you met her no times. I don't care if she's just a passerby. The biggest thing we got to like a, I felt bad, which wasn't really that. It's that she says that like, oh, then I realized it was my fault. And what are you doing here? You're telling people to give guys their numbers? Like the fact that she thought that that was some, like she was being such a martyr and such a spreader of truth to give that the advice. The biggest problem is that she didn't do shit for her friend and left her friend for dead or her non-friend. I don't give a fuck she is to you. Now she's putting everyone else in danger. She's like, just give them your social media because if your shitty friends are around you and then you start getting beat up, they're not gonna do shit either. It's like, no. You know, when you say it like that, it does make sense that that's the advice she's getting because she knows that she wouldn't help. So she's like, no one's yeah, gonna help Yeah, it's you. like, no, we're just not hanging out with assholes. And if someone starts beating up on me, everybody I'm with is gonna jump on him like a fucking spider monkey. She's giving just very much the energy of, I didn't ask her to do it. Oh, 100%. And you know she thinks that. She all but said it. This was like a huge thing. And obviously she's deleted these, but now they'll live on Do We Know Them episode 109 forever. How you feel about that, mate? <laughs> You're welcome. I guess we could jump to our We Love the Internet segment to end the show. Do you have something yeah, for us? Um, everyone really loved the, the cat one. Oh, yeah. The one that I have today is not, it's not funny. It is literally just, it's so sweet. It just makes me want to cry. It makes oh. me want to cry. There's so many things that I just, I'm not. Not, do you cry a lot? Yeah. How often do you cry? It depends. I go in phases. Not sad things as much. Do you cry every day? Like there's periods of time, yes. Like a happy movie. Oh my God, I'll sobbing. Ever since I started taking my antidepressant, I don't really cry like that anymore. I'm not numb. I'm happy. I get sad, you know, but I just don't cry that much. I used to be a crier like every day, multiple times a day. Uh, and that's why I'm on antidepressants. Mine's more of a hormonal thing. So it's like, if it's uh, around my period, yes. But if not, then it's no, I have no soul. Oh, for sure. But when I do cry, like, or when something makes me emotional, I'm like, oh my God, this is so sweet. And this is just, ugh, this is all I can hope for in life is all I can say. I want to read you the caption because I can't. The caption says, he brought his wife seawater to touch. <laughs> oh God. You better be quick with your we love the internet. I'm, I fucked up my makeup. Oh my God, guy. I, literally when I saw that, I'm like, that is what life See, is about. That is the exact genre of things that make me cry the most. <laughs> it's when it's like selfless acts of kindness. Like he didn't know he was being filmed. Like he just wanted to do that for someone he loved. <laughs> it's beautiful. 
People oh do, like, God. especially, like, couples and friends, too. But, like, couple situations, especially old people. Oh, fucks me up. Because really, like, even if they're friends, even if they're not married or whoever, just yeah. knowing someone who loves you that much is just so beautiful. When people do really nice things for other people, like, I don't know, fucking defend them in fights. <laughs> oh, my God, I know. What a juxtaposition, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. But it really just, like, it pulls on my heartstrings so much because I'm like, oh, my God. They just, and they did it just because they can't. Just because, literally just because. Because they, like they didn't want anything out of it. Oh my God. I'm searching the comments. Someone said to be loved is to be considered. What a beautiful moment. And people say a lot of things like that. Like to be loved is to be seen. And it's so true. Oh God. I need to stop. <laughs> it's my one crying session a month. Leave me be. Oh my God. It was so beautiful. Anyway, what's yours? <laughs> oh, I have another animal one. Oh, okay. So there's this girl that I passed and literally TikTok was really algorithming because I passed the first one and watched it. And then the next one, I passed like her follow-up two videos later and then it just kept serving them out. And it was very much like happening in real time. This, oh my God, it makes me so happy. No time for fucking introduction, bro. I don't even know what to do. Excuse my car, excuse my face, excuse everything. This motherfucker, this motherfucker, bro. I came out to my car to look for some grabber. I got my grabber, bro. He, she came out to my door. Fuck, I look like shit. They came out to my door. It's cold as fuck outside. Like, I don't even know if you could tell. It's freezing, bro. It's freezing. Are you in Georgia? I don't want to take her or him to a dog show. Baby, you a girl or a Oh, it's a random dog? Yeah. It's okay, it's okay. <laughs> oh, God. Like, this is right after she found it. I can't. I don't... I don't want to give it to a shelter because it's a pit bull and they're so friendly, but I can tell that they're not taken care of. I live in a fucking two bedroom apartment, bro. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't even know if a motherfucker got fleas. I just let him in my car. <laughs> I don't want to take it to the shelter. Look at how happy he looks. Baby, you hungry? It's nine o'clock. I got to be at work at 11. <laughs> God forbid I leave this dog in the room. I'm, I'm so scared that they're going to like bust through it or tear through it. That's another thing. I don't know what to do. What we gonna do? What we gonna do, baby? Literally, it's like you're like, are you my new mom? <laughs> he could not care. It's like he. I literally leave to Florida next week, Saturday too. And they said he just be. I the the guy across the street said that he just be running up and down the street. Or she? I'm sorry, mama. <laughs> I don't think she minds. <laughs> Basically, we're finding out in real time, like, just seeing her thought process. So sweet. You so want sweet. to do mommy? Is that what she said? I don't know what to do. Do you want to be mommy? I don't want to leave her. I don't want to take it to the shelter. I don't want them to do something to her because I don't know. Girl. I've never been in a situation like this. I've seen that face before. Do. They're yours. Right? <laughs> I want to keep them. So then imagine my, I saw that I could scroll to more and then I see. We just left the police station. We're here at the police station. They read her. They read her chip and he literally looked at me and was like, oh She don't have a chip. You could keep her. I said what? He's like you can take keep her or take her to the Humane Society <laughs> <laughs> What are we gonna do? What is we gonna do? And she just oh, Y'all I gotta oh. be at work in two hours. I don't what happened? Oh, the audio, audio just cut out and then all the people were commenting saying, notice that the audio cut out right when you started explaining why you couldn't keep her. Oh my God. Y'all, I'm not scared of her. That's not why I'm doing this. She keep gagging at me. <laughs> like I know she's copying me, but she, she's found out that if she does that, like this real guttural breathing thing and there's nothing wrong with her at least i don't think so i think she's faking that shit but she's figured out that when she does that i pay attention to her not the guttural <laughs> i love that vocabulary word on our way to petco petco oh oh it's happening just like a, just a long pause and we're on our way to petco when i just looked there's at least like 20 videos now. She put a Venmo and stuff or a cat, oh, nice. whatever. She put her money thing and said like, I will show receipts. Thank you, anyone that can help. That's so cute. It was so cute because I feel like you could just tell so instantly. She was like, I want her so bad, but I just don't know if I like, I mean, yeah, two bedroom apartment with a big dog. That's very active. Like you need to, you know, it's it's a hard decision to make, but that's how I got my cat, Jasmine. She jumped up into my lap on Nochebuena. I don't know how many years ago now. Literally, we were living in LA. We were on vacation to Miami for Christmas. Christmas Eve, she jumps into my lap, 
she played really sweet, but it, she wasn't actually sweet. So she had parasites. She jumped into my lap. I was like, oh my God, what a sweet cat. Then I was like, I cannot keep a cat right now. Like, and she was, a, she was a kitten. She stayed in my cousin's lap for hours. I was like, oh my God, I've never seen a cat this sweet. Again, she just had parasites. She's actually crazy and insane. But Nassim looked at her and he goes, all right, let's keep her. I'm like, we can't keep her. I wonder if we were living in Miami and then moving to LA. That's what it was. I think we were moving in like a week. We moved right after New Year's. We had to clear her parasites, chip her, get her all her vaccines so that we can pay $150 so she could fly with us to fucking LA. I was like, this bitch, I cannot. And she's still in my house today. <laughs> but anyway, that is where we'll leave you. Tears and beautiful stories and all. And um, yeah, we will. <gasps> Toby is my favorite story of life. Toby is, if you, have we said that story on here? Very briefly, but I feel like I found the pictures. I don't know if I ever posted. Oh my them. God. It's my favorite thing that's ever happened. So I used to live on this like hill in East LA. My car barely could make like, it Like literally was the steepest hill ever. But also the most insane view. Ever. Oh my God. It was amazing. I'll show a picture. I have it on my Instagram. But basically there was so many stray dogs and there were also goats, but that's a different story. Chickens too. <laughs> chickens as well it was a rural area but anyway so there was so many stray dogs and there was this one dog whom you know we dubbed toby he was so sweet he would come up to everyone he would come up to lily and lisa and everybody that would come he would just let them pet him pictures of him literally licking my face and i'm like maybe not the best idea but you know he was <laughs> and he had the nasty like he had the worst breath and poor guy but um anyway there was one time that he came up to me and i realized because a lot of the strays were like happy like they were just like living their life they were just you know getting food from all the neighbors and stuff but one time he came over and i went to pet him and like he had a lot of I came to find out ticks. So he had like literally ticks like all over his body. It was like hundreds of them. I was like, what the fuck is going like on with Toby? he'd been living outside. Oh, definitely. So I just decided then and there, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get him cleaned up from the vet because if you just take him to a shelter like that, nobody's gonna adopt him. Even though he's like, he looked like part Pomeranian. Like he was so cute and his tongue was always out like this he was not your average stray dog no. like he was really cute he was very friendly and he would literally come over and like lay back on top yeah of and had Hershey not wanted to literally kill him and vice versa he would have remained in my home but I, I was just gonna say that literally you guys the only reason that she did not keep Toby was because I remember we would be in the house and we'd try and like let him in and like like mediate yeah, yeah. between them but it was not they happening. hated each other so what I did was I took him to the vet he got all the ticks removed medicated bath haircut all that stuff antibiotics and then, um, yeah, I took him in to get adopted and I made sure he was adopted because I told them do not like, cause it was like a euthanasia shelter, but I put my name down so they would call me before and I would be able to pick him up. And a family adopted him within three days. He was such a hot commodity. Everyone wanted a piece of Toby and I hope he lived happily ever after. I loved him so much. And I feel like he knew that we were trying to help because like he would always just come over to my house and visit. He was very sweet, but um, yeah, Toby hopefully lived happily ever after. But anyway, that is where we'll leave you. I really enjoyed this this episode and the emotional roller coasters it brought upon me. Um, so regardless, I do hope you have a great weekend. And um, as, uh, uh, I don't even know how to end this. <laughs> no, that's it. That's and it. that's it. Yeah. Uh, and as always, we will see you on Monday. Bye guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>